Hare Krishna. Um, a uh, news article in BBC really caught my attention, and uh, when I read it, it um, caught my ire and really upset and uh, frustrating. Because there's a lot of news articles uh, that are upsetting. You know, the Wars that uh, people commit to each uh, upon each other uh, for one, but this wasn't uh, one of those uh, articles. Uh, this was uh, a uh, article, which a uh, type of article, genre that comes out uh, regularly, uh, unfortunately, and it's the. Uh, result of research that scientists have come up with, scientific research. Scientists have proven this. Scientists have now confirmed that. Scientists have disproved this. Scientists have come with a new discovery. Uh, I'm just making uh, this one up. Uh, why buffaloes burp? And we just spent $10 million finding that out. And this could be of great value uh, in uh, improving the quality of our computer programming in the future, for example. Uh, yes, uh, you discern quite a bit of uh, sarcasm uh, in uh, uh, my uh, voice uh, from my own personal experiences uh, in uh, university, uh, as well as uh, what uh, Shula Prabhupada had said, and, and what I'm seeing on a regular basis. And here's the article, the link is there in, uh, uh, on the podcast uh, to uh, BBC. Uh, it's how uh, scientists have uh, unearthed the uh, secret of near-death experiences. And uh, it's a uh, topic that uh, devotees are quite familiar with because uh, near-death experience in which, uh, in which a person appears to clinically die uh, but then is for uh, some particular uh, reason, of course, due to his karma from our perspective, uh, comes back to life. Uh, he may be in an operating theater uh, where doctors are operating and uh, all symptoms of life uh, are gone. Uh, and yet, uh, after a certain while, the person then comes back to life. And when he comes back to life, he may also narrate other experiences, out-of-body experiences that he's had, where he's either gone somewhere uh, and uh, met some people or experienced some white light or uh, was completely aware of everything that was going on in the operating table and was seeing himself uh, lying on the operating theater uh, and was uh, observing all the things uh, that the doctors were doing, which was obviously impossible. Uh, for the patient to have uh, been doing, uh, at least from his perspective, uh, as that body. And when he comes back to life, uh, then he tells the doctors all of these things. Uh, now what's, uh, he, he tells them that knowledge uh, and uh, discussion and uh, things that they've done and everything that he's seen uh, that uh, obviously was, is impossible for them to uh, uh, explain. So how does, uh, how does all this happen? Uh, well, there's no real explanation. At least either the article was very badly written uh, or uh, the uh, research and the so-called results 
are as bad uh, as uh, have been uh, recorded, and there are some scientists who have been uh, cited. Uh, in short, it just says that uh, on testing uh, rats, uh, when uh, scientists are uh, killing rats, uh, then they notice that there's some very high ele- uh, electrical activity within the brain just prior to death, and they think that this is uh, what could be uh, the cause of what is uh, termed as the near-death experience, uh, this extra excitement, the mind becomes uh, especially uh, excited, uh, and as a result of that, it becomes higher states of awareness or consciousness. Now, this is uh, pure nonsense. Anyone with half a brain will understand, uh, first of all, that no matter how much uh, electricity is going through the mind, and no matter how excited the mind is, uh, once the uh, body is being certified dead by doctors and yet at the same time uh, there's an observer the person is watching this this is not due to an excited state uh, of the mind Uh, you have to explain who is it that's seeing why is it uh, that the mind from a different perspective uh, than uh, the eyes uh, of the uh, patient uh, is able to perceive and hear uh, all kinds of goings on uh, how is it uh, just to say that there's more electricity but that doesn't say how this is happening and not only doesn't say how it's happening but it doesn't say who is happening who is uh, uh, who is it uh, that's aware of all of this uh, what is uh, that uh, conscious being that's conscious of all of these things when there doesn't appear to be any consciousness within the body Uh, Of course, scientists don't touch this uh, whole body. What to speak of touch the concept of consciousness, but touching the concept of who is it uh, that's actually conscious. Uh, But that's just a point. How is it possible uh, that they say the person, because they call the body the person, that the person is dead, and yet at the same time, he himself later becomes, uh, gives evidence of being conscious. Uh, How can he be uh, conscious? Of course, uh, the answer is uh, that uh, because he's not that body, he's the soul within the body. Of course, this type of answer scientists don't want to accept. Uh, Their whole basis uh, of uh, understanding uh, the world and reality is that everything is explainable in material terms. Everything is explainable in terms of the laws of physics, chemistry, mathematics, and so on. And none of these uh, laws explain what consciousness is. Uh, None of these laws uh, can actually define what is consciousness because, uh, as we know from Bhagavad Gita, consciousness is something that's completely different from matter. Therefore, you have to enter into a whole different realm of uh, scientific investigation and be open to the fact that there's something else that's there. However, because the religion uh, of the scientists, and yes, I use the word religion, because the religion of the scientists is uh, that they start off with their faith, with their belief, uh, that everything can be explained uh, in uh, terms of material formulas. Uh, of course, uh, you can just as easily uh, start off by saying that everything, namely the reality, uh, this world, this universe, what to speak of this universe, is just something very small uh, like this body 
uh, cannot be explained uh, just in terms of uh, formulas and uh, materialistic terms uh, that there are other things like consciousness for instance uh, that are not subject to the uh, uh, material laws or the only subject to those material laws uh, that for instance atoms, electrons and uh, so on are uh, Newtonian or, uh, mechanics or quantum mechanics uh, but uh, in this article none of this is uh, being mentioned none of this is actually being addressed uh, the whole phenomenon of near-death experience and of course uh, sometimes devotees uh, use this to show confirmation and pure confirmation uh, for the fact uh, that uh, there's a conscious being uh, who's completely separate from the body and that uh, this has been uh, verified or it's at least inferred uh, by uh, this type of uh, near-death experience uh, and that near-death experience is uh, a reality uh, it, there's so many empiric studies going on and so many people have uh, gone through it and it uh, it is easily verifiable at least it's verifiable in the sense uh, that when someone's under uh, anesthesia and at the same time he can say uh, repeat everything that uh, doctors have uh, said or done uh, when he's in a deep coma uh, I have experience of how deep that coma is uh, from the operation uh, then at least that's evidence worth worth considering uh, and of course this is why uh, they're trying to deal with that however uh, uh, this doesn't really uh, address uh, that point in fact it bypasses the whole very point and uh, for this uh, scientists have been researching and experimenting as I mentioned uh, they were unfortunately killing poor rats uh, in innocent animals in the process and making a living out of this uh, and who's paying for it well, ultimately the poor taxpayer and what benefit does the taxpayer get from that very little uh, but uh, one thing that he certainly does get uh, is that he continues to be uh, brainwashed uh, by thinking uh, that scientists are actually uh, doing uh, some real significant research and are really shedding light onto the uh, nature of the world that we live in, nature of reality. No doubt they come to certain conclusions. Uh, but cer certain conclusions haven't defined everything. Uh, they just define certain things. And because uh, they refuse to uh, enter into a paradigm shift uh, where uh, perhaps uh, there is the likelihood that maybe they can't understand reality or maybe that they have to incorporate other type of parameters in order to uh, understand uh, reality. Therefore, they continue performing experiments to confirm uh, precepts and ideas uh, that they originally had. Uh, and obviously, it's like if you go, go looking for bones, digging for bones, then you find bones. Uh, you, don't, uh, you don't notice uh, other things that may be there. If you go looking for gold coins, uh, then you'll uh, no notice and find the gold coins. Similarly, scientists go digging around uh, for evidence to confirm uh, their uh, theses, uh, their uh, speculations, 
and uh, when they find some evidence, uh, then uh, they emphasize that. And if uh, they find some other evidence, or somebody else finds some other evidence, uh, which is uh, proves something uh, to the contrary, uh, or uh, gives some information that's completely changes uh, or qualifies uh, the perspective uh, from which the scientists uh, start out, then that's rejected. Uh, it's called anomalous uh, evidence. And, of course, uh, we have books on that, Sarapuga Prabhu's book, uh, and, uh, and this is done in all, all fields of uh, science, quote-unquote science. So it's, uh, it's frustrating, it's uh, exasperating uh, that uh, uh, these people who are amongst uh, uh, the category, other category of people whose business is really to mislead the uh, society uh, for their own particular ends and in order for them to continue getting grants and living, uh, that uh, they produce such ingenuous and uh, uh, misleading information uh, all in the name of uh, uh, yes, solve the mystery of uh, near-death uh, experiences uh, when in fact they've solved uh, nothing at all. Srila um, Prabhupada was very very incensed uh, by the audacity uh, of the scientific community and uh, therefore uh, he gave us as our mission uh, to actually uh, expose uh, the uh, misconduct uh, of these scientists and how they're actually misleading everyone uh, in ignorance, uh, thinking that uh, life is coming from matter rather than that life is actually uh, coming from life and matter is coming from life. Um, so this is uh, a real challenge in a certain direction in which uh, devotees uh, can concentrate uh, their preaching energies. Of course, Prabhupada established the Bhaktivedanta Institute uh, with its main mission to uh, give scientific evidence uh, to show how uh, scientists are misleading, uh, misleading people. Uh, I'm not a scientist, I just uh, talk in common sense language, and Prabhupada was also said that he was doing the same. But there's also scientific uh, jargon, uh, which Srila uh, Prabhupada wanted uh, his uh, educated uh, university uh, students uh, to respond uh, to uh, this type of... Uh, trash uh, and uh, really expose them uh, and Srila Prabhupada wanted them exposed in no uh, unclear terms uh, and in no humble terms uh, but Srila Prabhupada uh, wanted them to be uh, exposed for what they were as rascals and cheaters who are uh, misleading uh, society Hare Krishna